and we are back with another morning roast edition of the Black and No Cream podcast. Um, usually the intro is way more happy and things, but right now we're dealing with some weird situation, which is called the coronavirus. Um, at the time of recording this, it's March 16th. Uh, so anything we're talking about is uh, relevant to that date. But um, we wanted to talk on the topic. Uh, we're calling it right now content creators versus coronavirus, how to survive. Um, this shit is affecting content creators around the world financially. Creators are losing their jobs. I, I myself, Dave included, like we're losing jobs, we're losing money. Um, it's affecting everyone in the community in, in more ways than one. Productions, we're, we're both based in LA. Productions here have completely stopped. Everything has stopped at this point. Um, Saturday Night Live, before we just started recording this, Saturday Night Live just quit production, which I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna lie about this or make up a fake fact, but I'm pretty sure I've, right. they've never canceled. Mike mic this one. Yeah, doesn't fact check that <laughs> shit, but I feel like they've never canceled, but this is just so crazy that everything around us involving groups of people have canceled. Um, tours, events. Music festivals. Music festivals are all done. And a lot of our creators in our community bank on that shit for a living. Um, even just like seminars and things where you're doing corporate videos or just small workshops for different clients and shit. There's so much shit that we do on a day-to-day -day basis that brings in income for us um, that's completely gone to a halt and that's creating a massive problem. Uh, it, it's it's really crazy. It's really interesting. I've been, I'm, I've been excited to do this podcast. Yeah, and, definitely. And I feel like we're kind of tiptoeing on, I, I don't want to get too far into, like we talked about this before. We don't want to get, there's so much that we can talk about outside of, the financials, but I feel like this should just be dedicated to that. Yeah, I think I think we just want to we definitely just want to encourage everybody to just re get super educated as much as possible, like be reading so you know how the like exactly like the effects of this virus, how it's spreading and how you can affect that. Like we don't want to spend too much time on that. And also we want to make sure that like we're, sp we're spitting the right facts, you know, yeah. so like we don't spend too much time on that. Obviously, like in this time, especially in L.A., they just shut down, uh, you know, restaurants, bars, um, gyms, like anything there's going to be where like people are going to be sitting down and being in the same place. And it's also, you know, you have companies that are completely working from home. And so we're from our perspective, like everyone's in like for real quarantine or staying home. And yeah. so it's like, it's, you know, it's throwing a big curveball for all of us in our careers. And so we want to speak from that perspective. Um, even though there's, there's, you know, there's cities where you probably still can't go out and shoot. You probably still can do some things, but pretty much from the long, long run, like, everything that's going to have more than 50 people to hundred people or whatever is, is going to be like canceled. Yeah. So. My main thing is I just don't want to downplay the downplay the horror of this whole right. shit. Like thousands of people have fucking died and it's sad as hell. And there's elderly people that are getting affected by this the most, especially in the U S right now. Like it's such a wild scenario where people are, are going out and doing shit in public and that's creating problems. And everyone's trying to solve that by quarantining everyone. So right now I think what we're going to do is base this topic off the idea for us, it's specifically like in LA, I'm from Iowa. So I don't think everyone in Iowa have been told to like stay at home yet, um, to not go to restaurants, to not go to gyms and things like that. But in LA, that shit's completely off limits. Um, and a lot, a lot of, still a lot of companies like in Texas, I don't think it, it's gone to lockdown state, yeah. stage yet, but a, a lot of my friends' companies are, are all working from home, at least on the way to. Yeah. Like and and a lot of those businesses are lucky that they have jobs where they can work remotely, but yeah. there's so many, I saw some people today that are like, yeah, it's fucking great that you guys can work from home, but there's so many of us that literally have to go in every day. I mean, look at the grocery store workers. They're in there every single day, touching all of our nasty asses. Right. You know what I mean? Helping, taking our nasty money and fucking moving the food that we just touch and shit. There's so many people that I still have to work every day and it's, it's intense. Um, but I think for a lot of creatives that are experiencing the halt in in their clients work and seeing this heavy 
heavy amount of cancellations. Like just scrolling through the Facebook group, I was just like looking at all these comments and some people were like, I just lost 49 gigs, 49 fucking gigs coming up. Shit, man. Yeah. Like and that- the, sc- the scariest part too is, uh, you know, like we don't know the end in sight really. Like, no. you know, if in LA, it's our shutdowns last two weeks, but you know, companies are preparing to work from home for a while, which means, you know, you even have like M- the NBA, the NFL, they're planning on not sh- starting again until July. Because they can't have stadiums that, or you can't have arenas filled. Like so, it's. I think this is this is. It's important for us. Like we don't all know everything. We don't know all the answers. But I really wanted to discuss like um, how we can come together, or, like ways that we can get through this in the sense of like um, finding new, either new ways to make money or, or productive ways to spend your time during the time where you know our usual ways of making money are, are, are halted. So yeah, I think I think the main thing here is to a like just follow the rules of what's going on outside and then B find a way to get creative with those limitations and how can you be a productive creator from your home or from wherever you're at in the world right now, listening to this and dealing with whatever limitations you have, how can we step outside the box and be creative in that to take care of ourselves? Because we have rent to pay. We have fucking bills. That's the thing about being a freelance creator. And I know there's other creators that work for companies that are dealing with the same shit too, where their companies are shutting the doors and maybe they're, hopefully they're still getting paid, but some people are getting unpaid leave and shit, which is crazy to me. Um, we live paycheck to paycheck as a freelance creator. You know what I mean? Like luckily we learned early on and that to save money and it's super important to like always have emergency funds and things like that. So obviously we know what to do for the next fucking virus. <laughs> it's like save up money cause the shit could hit hard and we yeah. never see it coming. Um, but there's people that are trying to figure out how to make it make ends meet right now and to pay the rent and shit. And I think there's so much that we can do. Um, but bef- before we like start discussing these things and, and talking more in depth about this stuff, we, we made a, um, a resource post. So if you're not a part of black window cream, you can join bwnc.com slash join the private community. Everyone's been sharing a lot of cool resources, but it's just been kind of a shit show because it's all up in the feed. Um, so we pinned a post, uh, and it'll stay up there where everyone can share any of their stories, advice, resources to find work, make money, any job opportunities. I know there's been some people sharing job opportunities for like a lot of editing jobs. Um, but I think if you have any resources or anything to provide to that, please go join, hop in there, read it. There's people sharing shit. I, I literally just posted it and I've already seen a few links shared to like um, people that have funds and that they're highlighting people and they're posting like uh, crowdsourcing things for different creatives and shit. So there's a lot of cool stuff being shared in there right now. Um, but I think it's important that we kind of all use that as a bank for resources. Uh, feel free to comment on this if you're watching on YouTube and shit. But I think for now, like just hit this community and we'll all go there as like a main place to check and read and, and stay up to date on things. And then use that as a place to share some of your experiences during this time. Um, you know, one thing that we look at is like, how do we how do we make money? We were talking about this too. I'm like, damn, it's crazy to think like, you know, say you're a music photographer, right? Or we're we're just going to talk from this side of things, but music photographer or whatever, wedding photographer, boom, no more like crowd sizes. And I see wedding photographers constantly like, dude, all my wedding, like they're canceling weddings. I'm like, what? I mean, these motherfuckers are going to get married at some point. Yeah. They just can't. They just can't right now. But right now, you know, you bank on that shit. Like someone, someone said something like, oh, I expected to, that was like three grand I had as a deposit. And if the wedding would have been completed, I would have had like eight grand and I need that shit because I have to pay for this, this and that. And now it's just gone. And I think that we, we look at it like, fuck, all right, so we can either sit here and wait till wedding season can start again, or in the meantime, what is something you can do 
that's going to, you know, kind of offset some of your cost or ways that you can kind of experiment. We talked about like, damn, what could you do? Cause it's like, yeah, it's so hard to talk about, but I, I think one thing that we were talking about, cause we've talked about this a couple of times over the phone before we did this, this uh, episode is like, it's interesting to think about like, okay, especially wedding photographers, but even like festival photographers too, where, you know, you know, in January that maybe you have like six bookings and you are already in your head, you're planning February, March, like, okay, that money's coming in, that money's coming in, that money's coming in. So probably you're already planning out your year income based on those events and all of a sudden boom in a second they're all gone absolutely and so like you weren't prepared for that so now you're scrambling how do i make up all that money that i imagined i would have you know without those things existing and it's like uh i mean it, it you have to really get creative but i think one one perspective to think about is like you know we're music photographers we're wedding photographers whatever it is and you're that's what you shoot and then it's al- it's almost easy to kind of sink in and be like well weddings are shun like that's literally what, what i shoot but you're still like a talented photographer. You're still a talented music photographer. So photography can still have a place, but maybe it's it. You are gonna have to like get creative and alter from your lane and start shooting something else. Maybe that 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 can survive during this time. You know what I mean? Because yeah, if man. you're if you're a wedding photographer, how can you take everything that you do shooting weddings and potentially, you know, one one thing we wrote down was um, like remote product photography necessarily. Like if you can get if you can get a Dutch Bros to send you a you, you can get in contact with a brand that can send you a pack of a couple products and you can shoot those like you and someone you're living with or you against a, a backdrop. Or a great example. Yeah. You, you, you're, you have a, if you're a wedding photographer, you have a thick portfolio of wedding rings. And sometimes I've seen a bunch of wedding photographers. They'll like take the wing. The, I cannot fucking talk today, dog. The ring. The rings. They'll take the rings and they'll go and try to shoot them creatively. I've seen people like experiment with mirrors and shit just to make these rings look like really beautiful because these people, two people just gave those to each other on that day and they shoot it and it's product photography. And you could take that same shit and hit fucking whoever else is K Jewelers a thing or, or like fucking (laughs) any of those ring plate, like any jewelry store, start sending those people stuff and say like, yo, look at this stuff I have. I've been doing this shit. How can we work out something in the meantime? Like, I know we can't be around each other, but like, what do you guys have for product? Is there any way you could have one of your people run over some of your product and drop it off? I could shoot a bunch of it at the house. We could sign contracts, et cetera, to be able to make sure that the exchange is okay. Uh, Rings might be a little bit difficult to do this. Well, yeah, I think that the, the principle is like, you know, I imagine there's avenues for companies to send product the same way that we do for our contests. Of course. Um, where you can shoot from the comfort of your home or, or, you know, by yourself in an area where you don't have to be like endangering everybody or no, you don't I'm, have to bring a crew together. Most clients will yeah. do that. Like Toyota is going to give you a truck to go make the commercial in the right. desert. Somewhere and like, for example, them. we had Grant, uh, what's our SE knows, but his name's Grant, uh, Tucker, Tucker. Yeah. He came on the podcast and he's a, he's a shoe creator, but you know, he works with all these amazing brands and they're sending him shoes. So he's still, he's still gonna be able to make his content because he's either needing one person, which probably is okay with, they're probably chilling, he lives in Texas, yep. you know what I mean? Or if the shoot can be by itself and he can just shoot it by himself. Yeah. Um, that content still exists, you know? Well, that's what I was saying, like these, like if you hit, if you took your product, if you took the shit that you had already in your portfolio and packaged it to try to think outside of the box and be like, all right, I normally I shoot weddings and it's easy, I got that shit down, I got it dialed, weddings are happening, cool, I have all these photos of rings, they look fucking sick, um, I have enough shit at my house, I could experiment with it, you hit, whoever the jewelry store is and say, look, let's make this thing happen because yes, there's a virus, but there's still love in the air and people want to get fucking married. And you guys should be definitely telling people that you guys are open for business and that you have all these new rings and they're beautiful and look at this shit and rain or snow. Somehow you got to get this ring on this person's finger. I don't know. I'm just making up some shit, but you think outside the box, put that with businesses that you are affiliated to that idea of like, um, I think it's like seeing, it's like seeing the skills that you have that maybe like, for example, like what you're saying is, 
you know, within wedding photography, maybe you don't realize it, but you also have developed great skills as a product photographer because you're used to shooting like a flower. You're used to shooting flowers in an amazing way or like a, the, the letter on the table or like, you know, the candle or whatever it is. These are like product skills photography that you can use in out of sight of the, the you know, the of nature of brand. a wedding. Yes, yeah. a, a food, a fucking anything you could think of, especially right, right now. Like if I was like, if I was like, luckily we had saved up bread because we really want to focus on black window cream. So I feel like I'm comfortable right now. Like I'm comfortable to take this fucking weird blow that we're getting. Uh, but if I was dying, like if I needed to make money, I would be hitting up every business because the gov like our mayor just told us in Los Angeles that you can no longer eat in restaurants, but he encourages you to order takeout from these local businesses who are struggling like a motherfucker right now. And you need to like buy your food from them and try to support these businesses or whatever. Like they're still open for takeout. Those businesses need to get that word out. They need to let you know that they exist, that they're out, that you're a past patron, whatever it is, that they may have your emails or whatever. They're going to need some sort of content. It could be as, as little as like if you're a video creator, just making a video for them. You don't have to go be with them and shoot with them. You could literally make a video ad using motion graphics and some fucking, that'll teach you how to use After Effects for the first time. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, I'm going to learn this shit, but I'm going to also make some, you know, little digital flyers that these people can put out on Facebook and put like a hundred bucks behind and try to like target people in the, in the neighborhood. Cause it's so, so down to that science that they could target the neighborhood to let them know like, yo, we're around the block. We're open. We're very clean. These are all the things we're doing. These are all the steps we're taking to be, you know, fucking non-virus filled or whatever. And like, we want you to be able to still feel comfortable coming to us and, and, and ordering your food with us and know that we're here. And that yeah. shit is content and content is created by y'all. You know what I mean? So right. that's what I would do. I would start there please like I, I have no jobs right now. I can't work with people, but I would be happy to cut this video for you and make this really cool thing. Here's an example. Well, you also, I, you, I thought your idea was kind of cool where you were like, you know, what if like the chef or the, the owner of the restaurant, like mm. you're like, yo, film yourself, literally film yourself on your phone. Um, letting, sending a message to your, to your customers that you're still open and you're, you're, you, you know, we're, we're, these are all the things we're doing and we want to package your, your meal still and provide all the same, right. same same customer service that we've been providing. And you take that and you cut it with some text or some pictures of, yeah. of meals or whatever. And those are like creative, creative ways. And I think a lot of these, this discussion is cool. Cause it's like, we're not saying like, yes, go do that. Or maybe like yeah, that even sure. businesses would do that. But it's like, that's the type of creativity it's going to take. Well, to it's like, the energy you need to right. put behind your think Like we wrote, think, think outside the fucking box. Like you have to really think, like you said, you already picked your homie's brain. Who's a personal trainer on things you could do at home and say you you own a gym or, or you know people that own gyms and now you're no longer allowed to go to these gyms like like lauren can't go to her gym uh that she works out for um they still pay she pays monthly for this gym so that person can either shut the doors down which is most likely going to make these people not want to pay that money for the month uh unless you fuck with them like lauren fucks with her person so she's gonna keep supporting her during this time but one way to do it is like yo i know we all can't meet in here but what I'm going to do is I figured out how to use Skype. I don't know how to use the internet, but I'm going to use Skype and I'm going to try to like chat with you all on Skype, or I'm going to try to start sending you workout videos. And you could, you literally were telling this person like he, my homie could be doing this, this, and this, like go to the park, get your phone out, shoot five videos, but you're the person pitching them that. Right. So that, that, that's an idea though. Like it for is real, like it, I think that, you know, there's plenty of creators that shoot, uh, you know, workout videos or for, for gyms and stuff. And there are these trainers now, you know, the, if the gyms are getting shut down, then they can't train their clients. So yeah, they're probably coming up with, you could be the person that you, Hey, what, what if you pitch them on, let's film a series of 10 workouts that we, you can create that you can work out from home. 
and you know I'll charge you this much for that, and then that client can use those videos to continue to, to provide for their clients, mm-hmm. and so that they can make money, and they, you can make money making the videos for them. That's like a cool way, and I think one of the most uh, ingenious things is uh, what some of these DJs are, doing, DJs are doing right now in terms of like, okay, cool, all of our shows are getting canceled, but you're seeing a lot of them pop up and start, uh, they're starting to live stream sets on whatever platforms. Yeah, so and Diplo doing yeah, it on Twitch or something. Diplo and the homie the Joe was, uh, you know, probably setting some of that stuff up. And it's like, you, what if what if you do know an artist and you could you could uh, take that load off them? Because maybe there's plenty of artists that want to stream now in this time where everyone's at, everyone's at home, but they don't understand how to set up, um, you know, cameras. They don't understand how to set up the live stream, but you do because you can set up three tripods and have a multi cam and you can even edit it and put it up or you can live stream it and that can be your fee for for handling all that and even like setting up a little set like you could set up in a garage and just like throw some some lights up some D's on it yeah the the thing the thing that's funny about this is because it's so contradicting like in the sense of it like right now we both know it's very important for everyone to like just stay inside with the people you've been with like yeah you know what i mean like you me lauren like we're around each other all the time like we we need to just stay the fuck away from everyone else yeah <laughs> you know what i mean you're doing your part in solving this big crisis by chilling um right now it would be irresponsible of me to go and start shooting some shit with somebody because they're telling me to stay away but it's also like they haven't totally told me to stay away so there's like these weird like I'm not breaking a rule, but I know that I'm better off for the, uh, the greater good by just staying tight. You yeah, know what I mean? think I think you know you're, you're better off in the greater good by not going out into, bought, like obviously we can't anymore. But like this weekend, the whole the whole uh, you know conversation online was there was like a ton of the bars were packed out this weekend because everyone was turning up and like that is bad because of how many people are in the same place bringing all of their exposures into one place mm-hmm. and then all those people are going back to their own places just to get and like it just becomes a, a multiplier Domino effect effects, right it's so it's like yeah i know it, it is contradicting but in the sense of like you know because to me I we're supposed it. to stay away and it's like you limit you don't want to be it's not like you're if you're trying to do something you're trying to do it with the least amount of people possible right you know yeah. but like at the end of the day it's, it's crazy to think about like yeah we're all supposed to quarantine but then you know people still got to make money so it's yeah, like yeah, man so I like know. if they if it means they got to work with four or five people then that's the risk you're taking which is crazy um, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that, you know, over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, we're seeing improvements from the government to, like, try to figure this out in the sense of, like, yeah, man, if you want everyone to stop fucking with each other, you got to find a way to make it so that they're not, like, freaking out. Because the only reason people are going to go out and try to make their bags is because they have to pay for their life. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Well, it's the, like uh, impossible. The L.A. The LA uh, mayor said something about they're putting a moratorium on evictions. So it's like that's at least is a signal that, you know, they're moving in the right direction. That rent. But that you know you're not going to be in a situation where you're going to get evicted from your place because you're late on rent because yeah. of the situation right um we got to pay for it, but obviously that, rent, that's political yeah. my rent your rent we need to do things to be able to make sure we're covered by come uh whatever the next month april first right you know for I mean? example like, like you know if you, you have friends who are, are um are waiters waitresses mm-hmm. and they um the restaurants are closed, so they're not waiting anymore. Unless you're, you're working the takeout, but other than that, like you're out of work, yeah. And you're depending, like, there's so many, you know, people working restaurants who depend on the 40 hours, 50 hours Fuck they yeah. work a week because they need that. Like, you know, the, I would say 99% of people yeah, are like that. They, you know I mean? like, they don't like they like they need their shifts. They're like they want more yeah. because they want to make sure that they're making enough money for the month. And then the restaurants close, and they need that money for the rent. Like, there's plenty of people like that, so they're gonna have to, you know, who knows? I think like, I think I I just. I think it's like you have to make your best judgment call here. You know your situation better than we do. 
So you have to decide like, what's the move I'm going to make that's going to protect me in this shit because you also, we don't want you to get sick. We don't want you to go out there and shoot some shit and get sick. Like no one wants that. And, and also you going out and getting sick just adds to the problem. So we encourage everyone to stay inside, but at the same time, how can you make, like, that's why I want to go back to this is like you saying, uh, for the homie that does the gym shit, what's cool. Oh, also I want to know if you can hear, uh, we got a cool little rain, uh, rain ambience, factor. rain ambience. LA has <laughs> been gloomy than a mug for the last like six, seven days. Yeah, it couldn't. Which it, adds so much because LA, you know, obviously we're complaining because it's raining in LA, yeah. but like seven days of rain in LA plus gloominess, plus this like this epidemic is like really adding yeah, to, the, it's pretty creepy. to the shit. Uh, but like going back to it, it's like you, the homie does the workouts, right? You as a creator could hit your homie without ever having to go make physical contact with this person and be like, yo, look, if you could put your phone up on something and film this vertically and do blah, 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 and shoot it this way with decent light and you do 15 of these videos, we can make a series that's like 15 workouts from home uh, and they're gonna drop every single day for the next 15 days or whatever, exactly. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, and then that person, you just have them uploaded to Google Drive, they send that shit to you, you download that shit and you can add his or her fucking logos, you can do whatever, you can add music, you can do all that shit, and it can be an exchange, and that person's able to deliver it to the person that's paying them monthly, and that helps them stay in business, and, and then that, it also that, gives you a and check. that's why it's worth paying you. And that's worth why, uh, that's why it's worth paying you. And, and I think also that, like, piggybacking off that, there's, like, there's so many, um, I feel like there's so many opportunities for remote editing if you're an editor, or if you know Hell how yeah. to edit, because, like, you know, YouTubers can still vlog. Like, they can still vlog, even if they're at home, they could vlog their life at home, and maybe, you know, you've never ventured into that type of editing space, but you know creators or you can reach out to creators and show them your work that you've done in music or that you've done on weddings and it shows that you're a really tight editor. And in this certain time, you're gonna start doing vlogs and here's my price for a vlog edit. And they love your work, so they're down and they're usually editing themselves, but you're showing them all the things you could do for them. And now you just, you, you rack up some editing jobs that can bring you some income that where you don't have to leave your house at all. Yeah. And that can work for that fitness people, that's YouTubers, that's, you know, so many things you could even try to, you could be like, yo, send me your photos and I'll edit your photos. Like I think remote editing could be like a super cool lane where it's like, you don't have to risk yourself Ever. and there's plenty of content that's out there that you can, that's so easy to upload to Google drive and you can throw all your sauce on it and send it right back to them. The thing is, is that there's so many of these companies, right? You have to think about it. Who's the people that are getting affected the most, not infected, affected, <laughs> uh, literally restaurants, clubs, all these places, they're all fucked right now. And those are all the people that are trying to figure out alternative ways to deal with this shit. So, a, uh, you know, take, take a restaurant. They've shot commercials in the past. Where's that footage? Can you please give me that old footage and I'll recycle that footage to make a new ad that promotes that you guys are still open for business. It'll cost $500, whatever. I don't know, just whatever. There's so many ways to recycle old content or to bring up old projects. And also you should think of how to contact and reach out to these people. Like don't, don't just be trying to look for new clients, hit up all your old clients. Like, Hey, is there anything that we, you think we could do to get your business popping a little bit more during this fucking problem? Like how can we make the, how can we get it to the next level? How can we promote to this? I was, I was saying it earlier. I thought it was fucked that like everyone here is allowed to do takeout and Postmates and Uber Eats and all that shit. And, and whenever I get on there, it's like, there's always like a fucking bunch of shit that's like, sponsored to me, right? Like McDonald's fucked me up like three weeks ago. Cause I was just like, damn it. They've been in my shit, but like they pay for the marketing ads. Like there's a lot of things that 
honestly, if you know anything about marketing, that's a whole nother lane right there is if you can, or if you don't start spending these days off learning about that shit, because if you can add the ability to do paid posts and understand how to target market people, you're a champion. Like the, were we talking about this before or after or in this podcast when I was talking about the cafe and like the neighborhood? No, but that was was before before. we recorded. Like that's a great example. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were talking about is like, you know, in this time, the, the businesses that have advantages, we're talking about restaurants here because they're closed, obviously, but like yeah. in this time where it's only takeout, the businesses that have the most advantage are the ones that are like either the most technologi- technologically savvy, or like rich. they're already on all these apps, or they have they have the ability to be promoted or sponsored into the top so that they're getting more traffic. And the ca- like the cafe downstairs that we love, you know, I don't know if they're on Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates or whatever. And yeah, like you're saying, they're, they're depending on the people that go there regularly for their, well, yeah, for they, their events and their coffee or whatever. And how are they surviving? And how can if we could walk down there, knock on the door and be like, yo. Yeah, you guys open? <laughs> you have no idea. But like, but like, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it wouldn't take too much to create, uh, to take some photos of their food that they've already probably shot because they're, you know, they sell food and they take photos of that shit and they put it on a menu and to take their font and to take some music and to ask the owner if he or she could film a quick little vlog style video like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm the owner of this cafe and I just want to let you guys know during this time we're open, et cetera. And cool, you take that shit, package it together and then try to figure out how you can put it on Facebook and do a paid post for $100 for the whole week or whatever amount of money they would be down to spend and target people that are just within the fucking three block radius of them or 10 block radius of them. That, that's a shit ton of people in LA. I mean, wherever you're from might not be, but like here, if you did a three block radius, that's like fucking thousands of people. But you target those people and be like, hey, we're in your neighborhood or however you have to dress it up so that the ads catering to people that live around the block. We're right around the block. Just so you know, we're open for business. We deliver, we do takeout. If you guys want anything, Etc. We're here. Thank you so much for supporting small businesses. By the way, we're, we're clean as fuck and this is how we're taking care of it, whatever it is. And then that ad is just so useful. Like there's so many ways that you can find ways to create on top of it. Product photography is money. If you can get people to send you the product and I'm sure yeah, I that think, I think the remote editing is, is dope. Uh, like, you know, even if you're, if you're, cause I'm thinking about, you know, musicians like, yeah, we're telling them like, oh, all of a sudden they're going to start doing business work. But like, you know, these, you've shot content for these people in the past. What if you were to like dive in and make a new edit from some old shows or, or you were able to like, you know, create a new, like there's clips laying around that maybe you didn't fit together that could create like a cool Instagram clip that, you know, all these, all these, now people are going to be trying to innovate in terms of content because everyone's like looking to find ways. That's why we're talking about these artists are are doing live streams. You were talking about there's, you know, there's athletes streaming on Twitch now because they can't play and that's cool. That's creating things to do. And like all these things, I think, uh, just getting creative. And I also feel like piggybacking off, um, that marketing thing. It's like, um, this time could be so valuable in the sense of just actually spending time on doing the things that you never have time to do. Like we always talk about, like, we're so go, go, go all the time. Like we, it's like, I always feel like by the time you finish the next job, there's already two edits you're already working on. Plus we're doing black window cream. And then I have on my goals list. I want to read a book. I want to take a course on this. I want to learn about sound mixing. I want to learn about whatever. We never and touch you it. You never touch it. It just stays there. Mm-hmm. There's the, my homie got me the book at the alchemist. It's sitting on my desk and I want to read it so bad, but literally when the hell I'm having time, because anytime I'm not editing, I'm like, maybe I have a day off and I just want to get my life together. Right. But like, I feel like there can be value in just appreciating like this down period as a time to like really hone in and just like find areas that you could advance your craft or things that you can learn, like a master course you could take, um, or like a book you can read. Like, you know, I've been wanting to, we've been both wanting to build our sites forever and we never do. 
because we just like, oh, Instagram works. But like, man, I could sit down and really finally just like take my videos and create a site, write stuff, like right. design it. I could finally like up, you can make a reel. I haven't made a reel. If you have a reel, it's, tw it's old. You can make a new one, dive into all your old footage and spend that time because during this time, when you make a reel, by the time you're able to go out and work again, you're going to be able to parlay that into more jobs because you've updated like your look on the yeah. internet. And so, you know, I feel like there's value in, in, you know, maybe you can't work and yeah, like there, there is the angle of financially struggling, but like if you're able to solve that, like there's, you can take advantage of this time and like Absolutely. advance in other ways. Yeah, you know? If you're able to, if you're able to survive for a couple of days on a chill pill, like do it. I mean, the reality is, is if, especially in freelance, we have dry spills. Like there, there's times where it's just fucking dry. There's no jobs. Sometimes people go on for months without having a crack at real jobs that pay real money. Um, and that's the ups and downs. Cause then all, out of nowhere you get that fucking big ass bag and you're like, holy shit. And then you hope that that thing lasts you for a couple months and that you're not buying dumb shit or whatever. But it's, it, you never know when it's going to come and you need to prepare for it the best way possible. I agree. And yeah. And if you can, if you have the ability to focus on some new shit during this time, like, if you can do it, like there's so much value to that. And to your point, it's like, say you do redo your demo reel or your website or your portfolio or whatever kind of creator you are. When the shit is allowed, when we're all allowed to come together again and we will be fucking able to do that at some point, they're gonna figure this shit out. Cause it'd be weird as hell if not. Uh, when we come together, you have to be smart and say, all right, cool. I got fucking 30 people that I've had as clients in the past who have all been affected by this. I'm going to hit them all with personal emails that I've spent the last three days writing. They take fucking three hours to write two emails each or whatever the fuck, write them all out. And then when that shit be, is go time, hit them and say, Hey, what's up? It's blah, blah. It's been so long. I hope everything was well during this coronavirus, man. What a fucking bitch. Uh, by the way, I just updated my new reel with some of my latest work. I just want to share with you so you can check it out and let me know what you think, whatever it is, because that's going to make them be like, yeah, as and, soon as they get the there, like, how, do we, back, yeah, the how do we bounce back? Right. We need content. Exactly. Well, this dude photographer blah, blah, just sent me this or that chick just sent me a new video reel or whatever, her demo reel. And then they're going to hire you. Like yeah. that's going to set you up to be the first thing that they think of with the first, freshest, newest content. You it's know the I mean? same thing we were talking about with the New Year's episode. It's like, you know. Hollywood takes a break during Christmas and that email we told everyone to go out and send to every one of your clients is like, Hey, oh, you know, hope you had a great new year or whatever. In this case, it's like, you know, just wanted to let you know I'm available, ready to work with you guys. Here's all the things like provide. And you can always, always send that email during this time too. like hit, check on all your clients that you have, like Ben was saying earlier, but like check on them and ask them, I would love to work with you guys during this time. I know you, you guys are probably working from home, whatever, but there's anything that you guys can do, graphics, photos, uh, video editing, like just know I'm available. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, they're still going to like companies are moving slower, but things still have to move. And like artists still have timelines, Yeah, you know, like music industry. Like I feel like the music releases are still going to happen. And luckily like music videos are usually filmed like way in advance or whatever, but like things still have to happen. Artists still need to be posting. So it's like, they're still going to be in the studio. They're still yeah. going to be recording. The streaming services are just going to, we're all we have time for right now is to consume content that's it so people need that shit right. you just have to think outside the box of how you can deliver that that's your fucking job is to think of how you could like right now we're 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 sitting here like damn bro like what do we do this sunday we don't have an we interviewed everyone last week and then at this point it's getting kind of fucking sketchy to have people come in here like we don't want to just be having anyone come in here like they could be infected we could be infected who the fuck knows like we don't want to get everyone sick. So now it's like, all right, so we have to think of how we, how can we creatively restructure the podcast and keep this shit going? What happens if tomorrow LA goes on straight lockdown? We're not even allowed to leave the house. Right. All right, cool. So now me and Dave have to figure out how to do morning roasts from his apartment to my apartment. You know what I mean? And 
Right. So we need to make sure we leave here with the right gear so we can connect it and still make the quality shit or whatever. Like we're going to have to think outside the box and it puts everyone in a weird spot and we feel it, man. Like I, I just bought a dumbass car. Like, fuck, I bought a car right before this shit cash money. <laughs> I did not need to throw that money, but I'm glad I have one. Cause as soon as the aliens start coming down, I'm fucking, the, Oh yeah. The coronavirus. Know, yeah. Coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, just go off left. Yeah. Uh, but no, but when, when I, I feel like it, it puts you in a, a spot to be nervous and I, I understand that, you feel like it's easy to go negative on this shit. It's easy to feel like down about it and feel like there's like, you're just fucked. Like I saw people be like, damn, I went full time way too like late. Like I went full time like yeah. January and now in March I'm fucking out of work. I literally can't work. And I was just starting to get my deals. I saw people say that they just got their biggest clients. It's going to be the biggest year ever. And it was about to just start. That shit's not going to, that means that you already pro proved yourself. That means that as soon as you're able to, continue doing what you were doing, you're going to work with those people again. So this shit ain't going nowhere. And I also think there's comfort in like understanding that, yeah, it's affecting us. The, like, I wouldn't even say the most, but it's affecting us because of the way that our business is structured. Mm -hmm. But like, there's comfort in understanding that like literally the human race is going through this. Everyone. Like, like Apple probably has an iPhone they're working on and the factories literally can't function right now because they're in China. Yep. Or the product teams can't get together and design stuff because everyone's working from home. So like literally companies from the biggest size, like the, that's why the entire stock market is down because the entire economy, everyone is, is not being able to function fully right now. And we especially are experiencing that, but we're one of everyone. So like, we're all going to get through this. And the only way we get through this is by kind of taking a step back, you know, yeah. but I do think it's important for us to like really touch on the lesson again, which is like, I, as freelance creators, like the value can't be understated of working hard to like, limit your expenses or your lifestyle in order to build up an emergency fund or a savings account because I can't like the, the amount of peace of mind you can have when you have money in the bank is so much better than just always living paycheck to paycheck and maybe you're not available to but like the this put money away when you're making it like especially like when this all ends and jobs are starting to flow again like now you understand the value of having money in the bank because you really yeah. never know when this shit's just gonna never. stop like you should always like three to six months have three to six months saved of what you spend every month sit down right fucking now and write down every single thing that you pay for every month food average whatever gas car insurance health insurance etc whatever dumbass subscriptions like think about it like right now might be the time to cancel some of your streaming shit like you don't do you need netflix hulu and fucking itunes and all these things like it might be the time to fucking get rid of it for the time being just so you can save an extra 40 bucks a month that you could put towards food because you don't know when this shit's going to end. You know what I mean? Like saving up that money is going to set you up to be able to really handle shit like this or really, even if it's not a virus, even if it's not a dumbass virus, yeah. when you get into a spot where the, like for some reason the film people just aren't hiring you or the photographers or you're not being hired as a photographer or you're not, you're a graphic designer and no one's hitting you up for work because they just aren't. That shit sucks. You need to be ready for that shit. You need to be so fucking ready for that shit. And then all you can hope for is that it never happens. Right. Like and also it, this goes so many ways. Cause it's like, like it's a lot better when you just did a job and the payment terms net 30 and you're not stressing for the rent next month because you have rent for next month mm -hmm. already saved. You know what I mean? So then when that net 30 comes in, you're like, of course we're all always waiting for that shit. We talked about this in our perfect the invoices yeah. morning roast, but like it's a lot less stressful when, like you want those 30 days to pass, but you're not like, you're literally not like go starving, going broke. But when that money comes, cause you know, we're waiting for net payment terms to, to like end, right, you know right. what I mean? So like save your money, 
Um, I saw someone post something earlier and it was really good. Uh, the, the person said, um, trying to score real quick, but basically it was like, yo, I can't stress how important it is to create contracts. Um, and I think the gist of what he was saying was that he had a job. Okay. Here it is. Uh, Kellen McCoy said with everything going on, bringing up how important it is to have contracts in place. When you agree to film something today, my office shut down for two weeks and I had three wedding clients, uh, contact me about charging, changing their wedding date and even canceling their wedding altogether. One couple asked for a refund, which certainly hurt my bank account. Luckily, my contract states that the deposits are non-refundable, which means I don't lose out completely. Contracts protect us as creators and I'm urging anyone who doesn't have one to get one ASAP. It's just simple things like that that can really set you up to stay protected. Yeah, I, I think mean? I think we, we I've never I've never personally implemented this, but uh, it's standard, especially for photographers or anyone where you're booking in advance to require a deposit be, because to protect yourself from that job just randomly backing out on you right before the event happens. Mm-hmm. And for example, like, you know, maybe festivals don't do this, but if you're a festival photographer and you were able to negotiate a deposit, then when they canceled, that deposit was already in your bank account and at least you didn't lose out everything. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And if you're, if you're, especially if you're working and you're able to build out like the terms of your agreement, like that's, this type of situation like solely explains why that's so valuable. It's because you're like, oh, I don't really need it because usually my clients pay me and usually they don't cancel. But then like a situation like this happens, like damn, it would have been nice to have Yeah, that, because you know? you know what happens? Your client went out of business and they had to pay out all the other people that were more important than, to them than you were. And now they have no money left to pay you and you're just fucked and you can't take them to court because you don't have anything that said that they owe you money. And right. now you're just sad at home and, and ugh, man, there's this shit's so fucked up. It's, it's sad to see it happen. Um, I think that hopefully pe- like, it's cool to see these videos of, like I saw Times Square is like completely empty and a lot of these places are starting to kind of get the shit figured out. But then you still see like p- people going crazy for St. Patty's right now. Like, yeah, well, and they that, probably you know, will. They'll still find ways to do it. Well, they, that, luckily these, I mean, that's, it's really going to come to a point where people still going out, are going out. Like more cities are going to do what LA did, New York, Chicago, these big cities. Yeah. Um, they're just going to shut stuff down because like to. the way, the way that this is going to solve and like we are going to get through this and the way it's going to happen is everyone's going to have to pause life. Just pause fucking like just chill. You can do Molly ne- like in three to four weeks, like just chill, like fucking drink green beer. It's all good. Like it, 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 that's the only way it gets solved. And honestly, man, it's like shout out, shout out to every fucking person that works in out there right now. That's dealing with people that you work in the, in the field of, I don't even know what the fucking proper term is. Like, you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you're a fucking the, yeah, help, the trash well, can health, guy. Healthcare services to like grocery Yeah, just ser- you're servicing the community. You're a fucking legend for that shit. So thank you if you're listening. That's your job. Um, and if not, thank those people. Like I was walking around the, uh, the grocery store and I was literally, I just walked by the chick at Walgreens. I was like, thank you for working today. I saw the, <laughs> I was on the skateboard. She probably didn't even know what the fuck I said. I was on the skateboard and I was going by a UPS uh, delivery person or the mail, USPS person. She was delivering the mail and I was like, thanks for working. She just was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they yeah, may they may appreciate it. You never know. But I think that those are the people that are doing a lot of crazy shit right now for us and putting themselves in danger. And we don't need to add to that shit. So just find creative ways to keep yourself safe and and keep creating. Obviously, that's like always been the goal. I don't know. I feel that's like this it. Was cool. That was good. I had a good time. I, th- I don't think this is the end of the conversation. We're probably going to keep these rolling out. And no, and I think it was a good conversation. I think, you know, let's just like we're going to get through this and, and it's a hard time for all of us. And, you know, some people may be more financially stressed than others. And but um I hope, hope this conversation like opened your mind of maybe 
different ways that you could go about like making money or altering the way that you create content or what you create content for during this time. And yeah. also like your mindset of like how you can view this time productively if you can't do some of the things you're supposed to do. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm interested to see what we do on Sunday. So I want to make sure we don't miss dates, but I still don't want to like, yeah, it's, it's weird, but we'll figure it out. We're excited. So keep stay tuned to the podcast. We'll keep you guys informed on like what's going on with the black window cream and shit. And, uh, Make sure to join the creative group if you haven't already. BWNC.com slash join. Blackwithnocream.com slash join. We, uh, also ju- we just dropped an interview this past Sunday with uh, Pasha the Boss, legend. Dude, uh, Free run park, parkour athlete. Um, like one of the best in the world. That, that story is really dope. So, And also, if, you don't, if you're sitting back, like we were talking about with the like, learn and advance your craft, like dive into these podcast episodes. Because you, you can spend your time, like Ben was saying, t- like you can spend your time watching Netflix and just binging shows, which is also tight. You know, Westworld just came out or whatever. <laughs> or you can really spend this time like learning. Like if you're in your room and you got to sit there all, all the time or you're in your house, you can't move, you're working from home, dive in our podcast. Listen and just watch to every episode. Listen to any episode that has keywords that fit to your needs or whatever. Like just take notes and shit. Don't just put it on as like fucking numbing music or something to fall asleep to. Listen to it during the time where you really want to dedicate and absorb because I'm not saying that we think we're the shit. I think I talk to people who are the shit. Like we talk to a lot of dope people who do a lot of dope things and we learn a lot from them and we bring those together on Wednesdays. And I think that there's so much value in this fucking podcast. Spin it back. I know people have been sending me a lot of screenshots that they've been listening to it again, like for the third time, which is insane to me because it's a shit ton of hours. But I think that, yeah, you got downtime, fucking take advantage of this shit. Go learn something. But uh, add to the the resource post. If you guys uh, just look at the pin post on our Facebook page and if you have anything to add to it or contribute, uh, we graciously appreciate, we greatly, God, we greatly appreciate it, guys. I can't fucking talk. I need to go to bed. I've had like, had, you know, the whole caffeine high. Yeah, you were lit. Just hit a super low. So, <laughs> uh, that's it. That is it. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. And, uh, we'll talk to you on Sunday.